Welcome to the second episode of uh, Planet Watch. In the first episode, obviously, we talked about pandas and um, their conservation issues. But today we're going to actually talk about an animal that you can actually find in Disney's Animal Kingdom. And that is the rhino. Uh, Two of the five species that currently survive can be found at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, Rhinos have been around for a long time long time they have been depicted in cave paintings and they once roamed throughout not only africa and asia like they do now but could be found in europe as well in 1900 um, not that long ago in the history of man there were about 500,000 wild rhinos but now virtually all of them are in trouble two of the asian species are critically endangered that is the javan and the sumatran rhino both cling to life on their respective island homes. And in Africa, two subspecies, the western black rhino and the northern white rhino, are essentially extinct in the wild. There are three northern white rhinos left in the world, and one of them, the only male that's still living, uh, is very sick and, you know, hopefully uh, will survive, but it does not look good. Um, they are, these three rhinos are under constant guard in Kenya. There are, as I said, five species of rhino um, today living. Uh, Let's talk about all five of them briefly. There is the Indian rhino, which is the largest rhino in Asia. It weighs somewhere in the neighborhood of four to 6,000 pounds and can be about 10 to 12 feet long. It was hunted to near extinction with only about 200 left um, at the turn of this past century. So only about 18 years ago. Now, there are about 3,500 in northern India, as well as the grasslands of southern Nepal. So it has been a success story uh, to some degree, uh, as they are trying to save the uh, one-horned Indian rhinoceros. The Indian rhino eats mostly grass, with the occasional fruit or aquatic plant thrown in. In fact, the Indian rhino is known to uh, submerge itself in water um, for eating purposes. And when it's not grazing on the land, uh, it can be found in water. They have thick hides with big folds in the hide. It makes them look like they almost have armor. And they have um, only one horn. I mentioned briefly before the Javan rhino. It is the most threatened of all of the world's rhino species. There are only 70, or excuse me, there are less than 70 that live in one park on the island of Java. Most scientists feel that they need to get that number up to about 2,000 before it can really be a viable population. But for now, um, they are strictly regulated. Um, They had some uh, in Vietnam for a while, but the last was poached for its horn not that long ago in 2010. The Javan rhino looks very similar to the Indian rhino, but it is significantly smaller. Uh, They weigh anywhere between two to 5,000 pounds. As early as the late 1800s, the species was found throughout India and Southeast Asia, but now again, they're reduced to only 70. Like other rhinos, um, they have terrible vision, but they have good senses of both hearing and smell. And this makes sense when you think about it, because the Javan rhino, like many of the others, uh, live in, at least the other Asian species, live in the dense jungles of Southeast Asia. So vision wouldn't really be important as there's so much foliage. So they rely on hearing and the sense of smell. 
they are not nearly as vocal as the Sumatran rhino, which I will talk about in a moment. Um, they are much more quiet. There, as I said, there are less than 70 still alive, and that is true not just in the wild, but in the world, as this particular rhino species has not been exhibited in a zoo or in captivity since 1907. Things are a little bit better for the Sumatran rhino. This is the smallest of all living rhinos. It weighs only about 1,500 pounds and is only about three to three and a half feet high. It is the only Asian rhino with two horns, although that second horn is mostly just a stub. They look like they belong in caveman times, um, and they have hair on their bodies, much like a woolly mammoth did. Calves are born with a dense reddish fur, and it becomes more bristle-like later in life. These animals once roamed from the eastern Himalayas through Myanmar down the Malay Peninsula, but now there are fewer than 100 left in the wild, and there were only two wild births last year. Um, they are kept in captivity in Asia, uh, but no longer in this country. The last zoo to have them was the Cincinnati Zoo, and the Cincinnati Zoo actually had some success in breeding uh, the Sumatran rhino. Um, and that is thought because Cincinnati kept them in a um, very dark habitat. It was outside, but they had a lot of covering and it kind of reminiscent of the dark, you know, dense coverage of their home in Sumatra. They are called Sumatran rhinos, but they are found not only on the island of Sumatra, but also the island of Borneo as well. Um, they maintain trails throughout their um, habitat and they connect themselves between feeding areas and salt licks. And salt licks are an important nutritional supplement. They eat mostly saplings, roots, twigs, and shoots, that kind of thing. Um, as I mentioned with the Java rhino, the Sumatran rhino is the most vocal of all the rhinos, and they have very distinct and different calls. And they'll actually leave twisted saplings um, as messages to other people, other, excuse me, other rhinos in uh, their uh, home. Um, as you can probably tell, uh, when you are living in a dense jungle, it is hard to communicate with other rhinos, especially ones that are solitary. Or, but they do uh, through calls through the jungle, as well as these messages by twisting saplings. That leaves us with the two African species of rhino. And these are the two that are found at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The black rhino is the smallest of the African species. It has a hooked upper lip, which distinguishes it from its cousin, the white rhino. Uh, we all have been on Kilimanjaro safaris, and we both we all know that the, both of these rhinos uh, are the same color. So black and white is not really reflective of their color. Um, instead, it is reflective of, or at least in the case of the white rhino, um, its face. And I'll get to that in a minute. Black rhinos are browsers, not grazers, unlike the white rhino. So the hooked lip is important for pulling leaves off of trees. The white rhino instead um, eats grass from the ground. Black rhinos often feed at night and dusk when it's significantly cooler in its um, arid African home. The black rhino has two horns, sometimes even three horns. Its population dropped like a stone beginning in the early 1900s. And as of 1995, when there were only 2,500 species, uh, uh, 2,500 individuals left in the wild, they had lost 98% of its population from the early 1900s. However, the black rhino has made somewhat of a recovery, as they're now believed to be about 5,000 to 5,500 living in the wild. Males 
like many of the other rhinos, are solitary, but females will have overlapping ranges and will sometimes come in uh, contact with one another. That leaves us to the last of the rhino species, and that is the white rhino. Now, being on Kilimanjaro safaris, we all know the name does not reflect the color of the rhino itself, but the name is a uh, version of the Afrikaans word for wide or vit, Uh, And it is believed that the white rhino name came from actually the word wit, which means wide and talks about its square, broad lip that, as I mentioned before, helps dig up grasses. It is the largest of any rhino. That is the white rhino. Some of males have been known to eclipse 7,500 pounds. Uh, Females weigh over 5,000 pounds. It is as big as a hippo in terms of weight. The majority, like a 99% of white rhinos, occur in just four countries, South Africa, Namibia, Zimbabwe, and Kenya. Now, this is important in that um, two of those countries in particular, South Africa and Kenya, rely heavily on their tourism industry and as such have gone to great lengths to help protect uh, the rhino. The rhino um, is a favorite on a safari uh, excursion. It is considered one of the big five of the uh, species that you see um, on a safari. The other four being uh, the lion, the leopard, the elephant, of course, and the Cape buffalo. The southern white rhino was thought to be extinct at one point in time, but a small population was found in 1895, and they found less than 100 of them. Now, the white rhino numbers over 20,000 in the wild and it is the only rhino species that is not listed as endangered. It is still, of course, um, threatened. The white rhino is fast. It can run up to 25 miles per hour. So when you are driving through the Kilimanjaro safaris on those trucks, keep that in mind as you pass the, the herd of white rhinos. Now, I mentioned a herd for a specific reason, and that is while All the other rhinos we talked about are essentially solitary. That is not necessarily true with the white rhino. They come together um, for things other than breeding, and sometimes you'll have groups of 14 or so. Um, These groups are mostly females with calves, and these ranges of these, you know, small female calf herds overlap with male herds. Males defend, not herds, excuse me, but males defend their territories about one square mile or so, depending on how uh, much food is in the in the area. They mark these areas vigorously with you know, scrapings and dung piles and that kind of thing. And the females' ranges overlap with the males, and the males will do their best to prevent uh, breeding females from leaving their territory. And they patrol these territories, the males that is, on a regular basis. The home range for the females can be bigger, even sometimes much bigger. It depends, again, on the habitat quality, the amount of food, and how many other rhinos are in the area. But when the females are breeding and males have them in their territory, uh, they can compete vigorously for uh, the attention of the females. This can include uh, male white rhinos engaging in some heavy-duty fighting, using their horns and their massive size to inflict uh, serious wounds. Now, I mentioned briefly that uh, these animals are found in herds, uh, which makes for a easier to spot in the wild, but it also makes it m- makes those animals much more vulnerable to poaching. 
So oh, a poacher obviously would prefer to track down a herd of rhinos to kill them and remove their horns as opposed to slunking through the rainforest in Asia trying to find um, a single solitary rhino. I mentioned poaching because that is obviously the biggest threat to the white rhino or to all rhinos. The illegal trade for the horns is the biggest uh, threat, and it is for mostly for traditional medicines as well as high-end jewelry in Vietnam and China. In China, for example, um, rhino horns are considered investments and works of art are made from them. They are not ivory. They are not the same as an elephant tusk. Uh, rhino horns, and you know, in Kilimanjaro safaris, you are often told this, are made from keratin. That is the same thing that your fingernails and hair are made out of. However, there is a growing middle class in China and Vietnam that drives up the price as well as the demand for uh, rhino horns. In 2015, just a couple of years ago, there was a record number of killings of rhinos with 1,300 rhinos poached in just Africa alone. Criminal syndicates set up a um, series of transit points and channels to smuggle um, rhino horns from Africa into their final destination uh, in parts of Asia. As I said, the main markets are in Vietnam and China, where not only rhino horn is considered, as I said, uh, a work of art or an investment, but it is also used as a party drug, grounded up for a health supplement, and is even thought to be a hangover cure. In Vietnam recently, there was a newly emerged belief that the rhino horn causes or cures cancer. Obviously, that is untrue. I want to direct your attention before I leave you to a couple of websites. One is Save the Rhino, which is actually our conservation partner, and you can reach them through our website at johnboyover1.com. They support projects in Africa and Indonesia. Uh, they deal with various communities and trying to educate them in terms of why the rhino is important. And they also go out of their way to help uncover these trafficking channels that I mentioned before. I also want to direct your attention to the International Rhino Foundation, which is rhinos.org. This was started in the 1980s as the International Black Rhino Foundation. But in 1993, they expanded to, to uh, help conservation with all five living species of rhinos. They've contributed over $20 million to various conservation pro projects. There's still probably an emphasis on the black rhinos, specifically in Zimbabwe, but you can get all sorts of information and help the rhinos by going to that website. The last one I want to mention is a little bit one closer to the heart of Disney's Animal Kingdom and that is the Horns and Heroes Project, and you can reach them at thehornsandheroesproject.com. This group merges art and conservation, and yearly they have an art show and uh, art auction to raise money and awareness for the rhino. Most of the money goes to the Inter International Rhino Foundation, which I have mentioned. It was actually started by Chad Harmon, and Mr. Harmon is a zoological manager at the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. And many of the uh, members of uh, this group are from Disney's Animal Kingdom. Joe Rohde, for example, contributed art. Uh, artwork has been featured in a recent Black Panther Kids activity book. Um, and what they do is they do various arts that focused on whether it's paintings or sculptures of rhinos. And they sell it for uh, to raise money. Um, some of you may recall last year, or I think it was last year, where they had a uh, case of various uh, busts 
of uh, rhinos that were decorated with art. Joe Rody contributed to this, and this was things that were sold uh, in an effort to raise money. There will be an art show. I confirmed this with them uh, just last week, that there will be an art show in 2018. The time and place um, has not been uh, set, and as soon as that is, I will let all of you know. But until then, thank you and have a wild time. Thank you.